Yeah, so the next Cronenberg I have is um, History of Violence. I don't know what kind of body horror is in that, but I'm not sure Wait, because it's about... Of, like like Vigo Mortensen and Maria yeah. Bello? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if there's body horror in that. that I don't think there kind is, of a but it's a disturbing story about like domestic violence. Yeah, but it's Cronenberg, so it's on the list. And Vigo's in the new film. So Wait, I think he's the lead. Vigo? You yeah. Mean like from Ghostbusters. Oh, Vigo Mortensen. Yes. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> yes, that. Okay. Yes, the one you had just referenced, not the one. Yeah, no. In the I, franchise <laughs> reference before this conversation. We were also talking about Ghostbusters. I'm sorry. It gets a little confusing sometimes. We say Vigo 1, Vigo 2. It's Vigo, you know? <laughs> it's Vigo, Vigo. I'm walking here. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Bright Guy and Super Friends. I'm your host, Brian Labick. Joining me for this episode is someone that's the oldest of our group, so I think we should start calling him Oldie One Kenobi, Andy Stulls. <laughs> What's up, podcast people? Uh, next up, he's got his bong ready for the High Republic, Mike Bradley. I've got my what ready? Bong. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Puns. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, and finally, uh, someone that on that first Death Star somewhere hit a googly eye, Ian Leidick. Is Black Adam the new Morbin time? Welcome no, to no, my it TED is not. Talk. No, it is not. God damn it. You did it again, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Every episode. <laughs> I thought we, were, thought we were over the Morbin time bullshit. <laughs> no, it's I back in it. theaters now, bitches. <laughs> I hate it so much. What about the mighty Morbin Power Rangers? No, don't don't even you start to. I, so I thought about that. Meme. I was gonna sing the song and change it to Morbin. Oh god damn it! I hate everything about this so far. Uh, <laughs> uh, Andy, I know it's been a while since you've been here, uh, and yes, you missed the the episode that uh, we were trying to save for you, the Red Sonya one. I know. I was gonna watch that too. Um, have you gotten any feedback from your coworker, the one that was really hyped for that episode for some I, reason? I, I have no idea. He hasn't said anything. I've been. Um, too afraid to ask. I've been talking to him all week, and he hasn't said anything. So. He's boycotting because you're not on that one. I think that's why. I, it could be. I'll have to <laughs> ask him. Uh, all right, so we got uh, plenty of stuff to try to cover uh, recently. Obviously, I think we're a little behind on some stuff. Uh, one thing uh, we haven't yet covered on the show is uh, Star Wars Celebration and the announcements and reveals that came from that convention. Uh, so Star Wars Celebration is the big Star Wars convention that happens... Sometimes it's annually, sometimes it's every other year. I can't really keep track of when they decide to do it uh, annually and every, like, take a break in between. Uh, but it hasn't been in person for a few years, thanks to COVID. So I think the last in-person one was 2019 in Chicago, which is actually the one that I attended with Leslie and Paula. We did episodes on it when we were there. I don't know if that's still in the catalog somewhere, but that happened. Uh, and then Mike and I actually went to Celebration in 2017. That was Orlando. Mm -hmm. That was cool, too. Uh if you're a Star Wars fan and can make it to one of those conventions, I would definitely recommend checking it out. So, Mike, I think, can vouch for some of that stuff, too. It's just a really cool place to be. From what I've seen about the improvements that they've made to Celebration since we were there, 
where now it's like a lottery and you don't have to wait 18 hours in line to get into a gun. Oh, yeah, panel. the overnight line stuff, yeah. It, yeah, now they've improved, like the quality of life improvements they have made to Star Wars Celebration definitely make it worthwhile to go. Waiting for 18 hours in line, it was an experience. Um, Brian got <laughs> Memorable to, one way or the other. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to meet Ryan Johnson out of it. Correct. Like, uh, I yeah. did, like, it was that bad at that point. I just didn't give enough of a shit. Because he showed up at like 1 a.m. or something like that, and it was like I'm 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 not getting up right now to go yeah. wait in another line to get close to Ryan Johnson. Like I'm not doing <laughs> this. Like it's not. You gotta wait in that line to let him know he ruined Star Wars. He hadn't ruined <laughs> Star Wars at that point. Yeah, at the but time that movie had not released. Right? We we all that we knew at the time was that he was the director of Last Jedi. Okay? Yeah, the ruin. And even if you think he ruined it, which I don't, I still think Last Jedi is probably the second best film. But that's another discussion. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you on that one. Um, I will. I will fight that battle with anybody. I, again, it's all opinion. There is no Empire, objective fact. Clone Wars, Return of the Jedi, all better. Clone Wars, like Attack of the Clones, Episode Two. Yeah, yeah. is your number two? Uh huh. All right, oh, he's God, just being a troll that right discussion. now. That's just yeah, we, we <laughs> rate it in, rate it in. Um. Yeah, so uh, this year, Star Wars Celebration was in Anaheim, California from May 26th to the 29th. There were tons of panels, announcements, interviews, all that stuff. Some of the panels were live-streamed on Star Wars YouTube channel, so if you want to go back and check some of the stuff that they streamed, it's on the page. Uh, And to be clear, it's not every panel. Like, the real big ones, they did not stream live. You still had to be there at the event to see those. But some of the other panels that happened throughout the day, I know they did, like, a 20th anniversary Attack of the Clones panel, so there's one for you, Ian. Uh, that was you. That was uh, YouTubed. That was on there. Uh, they did a lot of interviews with people that were on the panels. They have a stage typically on the show floor where they have people come on stage, get interviewed in front of everybody. So that a lot of that stuff was streamed. Uh, but there's some cool stuff there. So if you want to go back and check out all the announcements and stuff, it's all there. Um, so what this episode is going to be, we're going to try to cover some of the stuff, announcements, trailers, and stuff that came out of that show. Um, some of these guys were not following along with those announcements, so I'm presenting this stuff to them for the first time, so we'll see what they think. Um, I'm going to try to treat this as the format of our headline episode, so we'll try to cover some of the announcements quickly, just get some quick thoughts from these guys, and we'll try to keep it moving. At the end, uh, we're going to talk about some of the trailers that came out, just because that's a little bit more to dive into, I guess, so we'll see if we have anything else to touch about or touch on for those. Uh, so kicking us off, uh, the first big panel of the celebra- of Star Wars Celebration was the actually Lucasfilm panel. It was not just Star Wars stuff. It was covering everything from Lucasfilm. So they had some other surprises in there too. Um, the for One of the trailers that they debuted, first one they debuted was Andor. We'll talk about that one later. The next one they had up uh, was for a series called Willow that is coming to Disney+. Plus. Uh, and we got a release date for that. So the series starts on Disney Plus on November 30th. Other than the trailer, which we're not going to get into the trailer here, but we'll just take maybe some quick thoughts from these guys. Can I, I think Andy's pretty excited for the show, at least. I'm very excited. I actually went out, and I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but Chris Claremont uh, wrote three Willow sequel books after the actual movie of Willow. Is it like uh, X-Men writer Chris, Chris Claremont? Yep, he and George Lucas yeah. sort of like collaborated to do these this this trilogy that takes place after Willow. I'm I'm just curious whether or not what happens in the books. I'm curious whether or not the series takes after the books or if it's just entirely new content. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Mike, you excited for the trailer or for the series? I mean, I love the first movie. 
so yes, I'm excited to see what they do. Um, yeah, we'll we'll see where it goes from here. And I mean, I if it stays true to what it was, it should be good. Uh, Ian, anything for the Willow trailer? It's foppish, Conan. Pass. <laughs> Everything. Conan is the bar for you now, isn't it? After all the Conan movies and Red Sonia. Exactly. Um, it's it's been a while since I seen Willow. I really should, probably should rewatch the Willow movie to prep for this. So I got a little bit to, a little bit of time before I have to sit down and watch it. But uh, the the fantasy genre isn't typically something that we get a lot of on Disney Plus. So I'm I'm curious to see how it goes with the show and what they do with it. So I I am excited also. I feel like that movie stands up as well. So I, I feel like you'll enjoy your rewatch of it. Yeah, it's like I have vague vague memories of it, but I couldn't tell you what happened, like what the story was, because it's been that long. But oh, so we... Andre the Giant is on a quest. Okay, let's, no, let's no, just no, stop a completely here. Different That's... movie. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, Amy and I rewatched it like last fall, and yeah, Andy's right, one hundred percent. It holds up. It nice. still All stands right. as a quality movie, and there wasn't really anything I felt watching it that was like, oh, that's cheesy compared to now. Like, it all yeah. looked good, practically. Good to know. And Mad Mardigan still rules. Yeah. <laughs> Even if he can't speak these days, he can... Oh, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Val Kilmer. He's still He's alive. He's still alive. <laughs> um, all right, next up, uh, we all assumed season three of The Mandalorian was happening. We have an official release window, not a specific date, but a window. So the third season of The Mandalorian will premiere in February of 2023. Uh, they did show a trailer for season three at the panel, but it has not been officially released online yet. So I'm sure if you really want to dig around for it, you can find it. There's probably bootlegs of it somewhere. But before we talk about it, we're waiting for the official release on YouTube or something like that. So once it's released, we'll talk about it. Other than that, it's out there if you want to seek it out. Uh, next up, a few weeks ago, it was reported that Spider-Man Homecoming, Far From Home, and No Way Home director John Watts was backing out of directing Marvel's upcoming Fantastic Four movie to take a bit of a break. And then a week later, it was reported he's working on a Star Wars series. So this panel officially announced Star Wars Skeleton Crew, which is a show created and executive produced by John Watts and writer Chris Ford, who worked together on all three of the Spider-Man movies. Uh, they've described the show as the... Story about a group of kids about 10 years old from a little tiny planet who accidentally get lost in the Star Wars galaxy. It's a story of their journey trying to find their way home. And it's been said that internally, like throughout the, the halls of Lucasfilm, they're describing this show as a galactic version of the Goonies mixed with Stranger Things. Huh. And the only confirmed cast member right now at this time is Jude Law. Known child, Jude This Law. show is set to release sometime in 2023, so we don't know when, but sometime next year. Jude Law is a Sith Lord. I'm there for, if that's what we get. But... Yeah, we don't know what role he's going to be. Like, I don't know if he's going to be the one trying to protect the kids, if he's going to be one after the kids. Like, I could I could see it going either way. I don't know. Jar Jar's son? Yeah. <laughs> I feel as if he does a good job both as a hero and a villain, so... Yeah. He's one of the rare few that can pull off both. Yeah, because he was he was good as the villain in the Guy Ritchie um Arthur movie. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. This just feels like another one of the things they announced where they took a concept and said, What if we slap Star Wars on it? <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. That no, stand by me, win. Star Wars. <laughs> 
That, that, that's the part that makes me hesitant when they're describing it as like, oh, we're going for the Goonies mixed with Stranger Things. I'm like, can't you I feel like that's what they have to say in the thing? pitch meeting, right? Like, I, Why I feel like they have, they have to, to hate based off something else, though. But you, well, but I think just you don't have when to you... pi- you're not pitching that to us now. You can say that on your pitch deck, which is just a PowerPoint. Right. But you don't have to tell me, oh, we're doing Goonies, but it's Stranger Things, which is just Stranger Things. Let's be honest. <laughs> that's true. Like, you know, just say we're doing a cool thing. Cut all that shit out, or, you know. I'm just reporting what was said. I'm not yelling at you. <laughs> I yeah, feel like you are you. a little I'm bit. I'm yelling like... at Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> it's not even her. It's whoever pitched it that way. Like, it's... John well, Watt, like... get your shit together. Yeah, I mean, it's probably John Watts, I would imagine, that, that threw yeah. that out there or something like that. But now, they Is that how he pitches Spider-Man? It, instead of Stranger Things, if they pitched it more like it in an actual horror in the Star Wars universe, I'd be 100% in. Well, they added somewhere in there, I think, at the panel. I think it was uh, the other guy, Chris Ford, that said it. Like, it's it's it stars kids, but it's not for kids. So okay, I I think I'm I'm interested enough to see what happens. I mean, I, at, the, at the very least, I don't know. I can't remember if they said what era this takes place in. I feel like I thought I heard like New Republicish era, so like Mandalorianish time frame, which okay. we're getting a lot of content in that time frame. So I don't know. So this is like, just going to turn I, into Mandalorian season four point five. Maybe I don't know. Everybody seems to be crossing over, and that's part of the thing that that still kind of irritates me is every Star Wars thing we get makes the galaxy feel smaller. Like I still want to go somewhere new or a different era. Like new characters is the good. Like I'm, I'm. That's where we're going to get that. Eventually, we're going to get stuff out of there too, and I'm very, very anxiously awaiting that I've stuff. I started but... that first book, by the way. I'm only like a chapter. Yeah, I still got to get there. Don't have any opinion on it yet, but I have started it. Yeah, it's on my on my list of sh- backlog shit to get through. Yeah, when I finish, I'll pass it off to you. All right. Um, but yeah, either way, I'm I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. I I I'm, I'm it might not be as different as I want it to be, but it's it, at least it'll be a different change of pace with like some new characters and stuff. So I'm hoping it does some different stuff. Um, the Lucasfilm panel ended with uh, John Williams performing on stage, which is apparently how they do the big panels at Celebration now. Uh, so he played the Obi-Wan Kenobi theme on stage at the end of the panel, uh, and then he went into the Indiana Jones theme, and Harrison Ford takes the stage at the end of the panel. Oh, nice. uh, he wasn't there for Star Wars, he was there to announce the release date for Indiana Jones 5, which is now June 30th, 2023. And do we have a name for it? There's no title. Okay, just Indiana Jones 5. At this point. So yeah, so far that's what it is. Uh, he did put out an image, too. I think there was a... James Mangold tweeted, uh, like, a still image from the movie, or at least Harrison Ford on set in costume, uh, which, you know, is enough to get me excited. So, I don't know how it's going to go be with Harrison Ford being as old as he is. Like, if Crystal Skull was any indication, it might not be great, but it's not... Uh, well, not that Steven Spielberg's bad, but it's not... I don't think it's written by George Lucas this time, so I'm curious to see what the script is like and what the story is like they at least having like not been written by George John Turtletub to direct it like the guy who directed like the National Treasure movies did they like cue him up I don't I mean I don't know if he was in the running James Mangold is the one that, that is directing well, they he did got the, other the Wolverine the Wolverine Logan okay uh, Ford versus Ferrari I think was him also Never well, saw that. I heard good things. Though. I would say that's it's probably his movie. best movie. Then, yeah, Ford versus Ferrari is fantastic. That is one hundred percent worth checking out. But yeah, 
I guess for me, like Indiana Jones five, it's like I have no faith in them at this point after the last movie. It's like they went from my opinion the best Indiana Jones movie, which is The Last Crusade, to the worst okay. by not even like it's it, like it's not even the other movies are good. That one is just so so bad. And I feel like they know that, so I feel like they wouldn't they wouldn't they bring like come back it? to it if they. Well, I feel like they wouldn't come back to like make another movie if they didn't think they had a good idea. <laughs> Money. Maybe that's I'm maybe idea. I'm the hopeful romantic out of this whole thing, but that's that's my that's my take. <laughs> they announced Joker too, baby. Yeah, I, was, I, I hope you're right, but I, I don't trust them at this point with it. So well, let's like, put it this way: the bar is so right low, now. it can only go up. That's what not if true. he morbs? God damn it, Ian. <laughs> He's looking for the uh, ancient lost solution to where vampires start, and he's searching out for Vlad Tepish, but he finds out suddenly along the way that it has become Morbin time, and uh, he totally I don't need morbs it from out. Like, if it's going to be Ian's thing, fine. Don't, don't, don't help him out, Mike. This is this is not right. It's called dog. The island of Doctor Morbin. That's the title. <laughs> I fucking hate you, um, Andy. You got anything else to add for Indiana Jones Five? I'm moving on. <laughs> I agree with Mike that Last Crusade was the best one. Uh, Sean Connery as the in the father role was extraordinary. Yeah, we named the yeah. dog um, Indiana. I, I didn't hate the Crystal Skull, but it is by far the 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 worst. Yeah, um, I, Indiana Jones movie. It's still an Indiana Jones movie, and I did enjoy moments of it. It had its ridiculousness, yes, but it pissed me off that to get the Blu-ray set, I had to buy that one too. Well, I, I mean, I couldn't it, so. just get the three. It's I mean, what you do with it after you get, buy it. If you burn the disc, who cares? Any play yeah, other I, than like maybe one play for just to actually see it. But that's about <laughs> there you go. You know, like, just check that box. It's been seen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, next one. Uh, this probably doesn't really apply to us, but I'm going to put it in here anyway. Uh, it was announced that a new animated series called Young Jedi Adventures is coming to Disney Plus and Disney Junior in the spring of 2023. It is created for preschoolers, early grade schoolers, and families. It will be set during during the High Republic era. What you guys follow, wanted? Yeah, that's the only reason it's on here. Uh, we'll follow younglings as they start their path to becoming Jedi Knights, cover topics of compassion, self-discipline, teamwork, patience, and friendship. Probably not something I will check out, but uh, I also can't wait for the internet to just start bitching about how this show is so stupid and disrupts canon and all the <laughs> other complaints that they throw at any other Star Wars content that comes out that isn't for them. Uh, but... Yeah, the High Republic era is an era I am very curious about, so I at least might check it out. I can't imagine these episodes will be long because kids' attention spans are not very I, I can't good anymore. It having any weight to canon whatsoever. Yeah, that's what I would think. But you know the internet and the way Star Wars is with people, so just it's, it's going to get line. hate they, they one did way or the other. Same thing when like Pokemon introduced like the Pokemon tooth teeth brushing thing. It was really just about helping kids learn how to brush their teeth, but they made a big fucking deal about it, and it's what the internet does. Yeah, this it's like specifically says it's created you. for preschoolers, early grade schoolers, and families, and yet all the man babies on the internet are going to bitch about this show. No, because it'll be better than The Last Jedi. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Ian. You're really, really trying to piss me off today, aren't you? <laughs> you know all the right buttons to hit, and it's really making me angry. <laughs> um, all right, anybody else got anything for the, for this show? We'll move on. No. As long as it doesn't end... <laughs> 
how the younglings end in Attack of the Clones. That would be the best ending. (laughs) If it ran for like 200 episodes and then it ended on 201 with them all getting slaughtered, that would be worth it. I would watch the entire 200 episodes just to see that last episode and understand. All the life lessons you get as a kid along the way and then at the end it's just like, well, we're all gonna die. None of it matters. Sometimes it doesn't matter. A powerful motherfucker just decides to slaughter you bitches. That's what it is. You don't even have to Show, you just have to show the one the one scene where the one kid's like Master Anakin, and then you just see the lightsaber <laughs> yeah, come on, and the kid's like, "Oh shit!" And then the the series ends. The and that's like topical its, now. The only the only thing that's going in its favor for that is that this takes place like a thousand years before a couple hundred the prequels. High Republic, yeah, a, a couple hundred. hundred. Yeah, because Yoda. Oh, right. Yeah, like, Yoda. Yoda's still in it. I'm sorry. Yeah, Yoda's a couple hundred. Republic, but that's it. Yeah, every season can be a century. It's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll do it fine. <laughs> Yeah, Eventually, we'll get to the payoff Andy wants. Yeah, yeah. I just want now. I want to like commission somebody just to make like an animated kids show <laughs> version of that scene and what led up to it, where it's like all happy and cheery, and then all of a sudden we just start to get see get to see kids chopped in half with lightsabers and starring the Wiggles. clones. Just <laughs> what the Wiggles? You don't know the Wiggles? Fuck off! <laughs> like the band? All right, Ian's showing his age now. All right. They're, it's like a yeah okay never mind. they're a band and a TV <laughs> show get over it <laughs> all right all right moving on uh, next one uh, Aspire the developers behind the upcoming Knights of the Old Republic remake for PS5 and PC will be releasing Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic two on Nintendo Switch today June eighth uh, they also were the ones to release OG Knights of the Old Republic Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Outcast and Star Wars The Force Unleashed. On Nintendo Switch, those three games are out already. Uh, so they've got some experience, I guess, bringing Star Wars games to the Switch. Uh, I have not played any of those. I actually, I think, downloaded Jedi Outcast because I think it was on sale for like five bucks, and I've yet to try it Switch. on the Switch. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I was gonna say, I, like, to you haven't played those. What are you talking about? Yeah, I played it on PC actually when I had a laptop okay. that was back in the day that that ran that game. Um, but I haven't played it since I downloaded it on the Switch to see how it feels and plays and stuff. But. Um, has anyone else, like Andy, I know you have a Switch, right? Have you tried any of these Star Wars games on Switch or no? I have not. Okay. Mike, what about you? Have you tried any of these Star Wars games on Switch? Um, I, again, those two specifically were on Xbox. Right. And I just bought them on Xbox, so no, okay. I didn't also buy them on Switch, but I think um, the uh, or Knights of the Old Republic translates better to Switch than perhaps some of the others, because it's not as motion-focused. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I still have a hard time playing like shooters and dual stick stuff on the Switch like that. So I'm curious yeah. how Jedi Knight Outcast or Jedi Outcast is going to play. But you're right. Yeah, the more turn-based stuff for Nice Hill Republic probably plays better. Yeah, that that would be so, my thought. Like the I've tried playing games like that on Switch and it like on the handheld it's not that great. And then if I'm going to play it when it's docked and on the TV, I may as well just play it on Xbox. Yeah, like, I got gotcha. you. You know. Well, if anybody's looking for some good Star Wars games on Switch, check those out. Keep an eye out for them. Uh, Along with some upcoming Lego sets from the Andor series and a Lego BD-1 from Fallen Order, there will be a new Lego Star Wars special coming to Disney+. Plus. This will be the Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation. It hits Disney+, Plus on August 5th. And no, I don't think this is canon, for anyone wondering. If they don't make a shot-for-shot remake of the holiday special, what are we doing? (laughs) <laughs> just in doing? summer 
I'm Just still holding out hope. It's not Christmas, it's summer. That the Guardians of the Galaxy thing they're doing, the holiday special, is almost like that, but it's just Guardians. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm still holding out hope that that's what they're doing with that. Also, I mean, you can't like... prove Wookiee Life Day isn't in the summer. That's fair. That is a good point. Yeah, because don't like, know winter that here might be summer on a different planet. We don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I, I enjoy the um, announcement poster for this because the beach ball looked like the Death oh, Star. Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was enjoyable. I mean, the Lego stuff always has a good sense of humor. Like I've I've watched like the the holiday specials that they've done. I think they've done like a Christmas one and a uh, did they do a Halloween one maybe too? They might have. I th- I thought the Christmas one was rather weird. They, they're all weird, but at least I get a couple chuckles and laugh at them. So they're enough there to check are out a once. Couple. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Star Wars Maestro Dave Filoni is working with Charles Murray to create a new animated anthology series called Tales of the Jedi. Uh, the series premieres in the fall of 2022, and according to Dave Filoni, it will follow two paths and two choices. One path traces Ahsoka and her origins, uh, and the other path follows Count Dooku. And not just Count Dooku, but rather Count Dooku as he trained Qui-Gon Jinn. So they confirmed that Liam Neeson would be back to voice Qui-Gon Jinn. Oh, and his shit. son would be voicing a younger version of Qui-Gon Jinn. Oh, oh shit. Interesting. So I guess it's it's parallel stories of like Ahsoka's origin and then like how Dooku went to the dark side. Okay. So I don't know if that's going to be I think they said six episodes. I don't know if those are the only two seri- two stories you're going to get for those six episodes if we'll see other stuff. Did or if they they'll say... just focus like other seasons on other people. Did they say if Ahsoka is going to be Ashley Eckstein or Rosario Dawson? Uh, I have not heard the voice, like, if they're bringing anybody back to voice Ahsoka, because the screenshots they showed is a a very uh, infant Ahsoka. Oh, uh, but okay. they cast um, they cast uh, Janina Gavankar as uh, Ahsoka's mother, the voice okay. of Ahsoka's mother. Okay, who so was actually uh, Iden Versio in, in Battlefront 2. That right. that same actress. So this it's is definitely young. an animated. Animated, yes, yeah. They have a couple. They they put a couple screenshots up of uh, Ahsoka's mother and infant Ahsoka that they they showed. So those are officially released. They're out on the, the Star Wars Twitter and stuff like that. So if you want to, I th- I can't remember if I shared those on the socials or not, but uh, they are out there if you're curious. Uh, next up, they had a panel called the Mandalorian Plus. Uh, which featured a lot of the cast of The Mandalorian. It also features some new information and announcements for the Ahsoka series with Rosario Dawson. So, Andy, I guess this is the one I was a little unsure if you wanted to hear, since I know you haven't finished Rebels, but there are some character announcements here. Okay. So, uh, Rosario Dawson entered the stage with a familiar droid behind her, and that was Chopper from Star Ah. Wars Rebels. Chop, chop. So he will be making his live-action debut in the Ahsoka series. And not only that, but they also confirmed Natasha Lou Bordizzo uh, will be playing a live-action Sabine Wren in the oh, series. Nice. Uh, so the people at the panel were shown some sort of a sizzle reel for footage that teased some other familiar Rebels characters. Uh, I will not talk about them here. They are not officially announced. They were just shown in the, tailor- in the trailer and not confirmed. But, you know, a lot of speculation is pointing to those characters already. Uh... And I'm sure probably Andy knows about as much as he wants to right now. So we're going to stop there. Uh, the only info we have about the Ahsoka series is the release is sometime in 2023. So we know Mandalorian Season 3 is in February. I don't know if it's going to be summer or fall for Ahsoka, but sometime later in the year we will be getting the Ahsoka there, series. There was two um, 
casting announcements that were official. For were, Ahsoka? Yes. Mina Masood and Mary Elizabeth Winsett were officially announced there. At the at the show? Not at the show, but they've been announced officially. Uh yeah, I think I remember uh yeah, I think we talked about Mary Lewis Mary Louise Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yes, yes, her. <laughs> Josh's crush. I remember talking about her at one point being in Star Wars. Yeah, they she is going to be on that show. And okay. Mina Masood is uh you might know him as the guy who played Aladdin in the live oh. action uh, okay. Aladdin. Yeah. He has been announced okay. for the show as well. No casting, okay. no like confirmation on who they're playing or anything, but they have been announced as appearing. Boy, he sounds like he might be a good Ezra, huh? If we had could to pick, be. yeah. Yeah, if I was going to pick somebody, yes. But he could be... He's also been to prison in Hawaii? Not Ezra Miller, son of a bitch. <laughs> multiple times. I was like, where are you going with that? I get I get it now. It, it took me a little M- bit. Multiple times for poor Ezra Miller, man. Just Yeah, he's still going. Um. So anyway, Andy, I mean, I know you haven't finished Rebels, but excited for this stuff to show up in Ahsoka? Definitely. I, I definitely need to catch up to Rebels now. Yeah, if there was ever a kick in the butt, you have until whenever this premieres to get yourself caught up. <laughs> Son of a... Um, Ian, I think you're you're making your way through the live-action stuff, right, for Star Wars? I'm done with The Mandalorian. Haven't started Boba Fett because I'm also supposed to be making my way through the MCU. So I just finished Black Panther, and I'm 30-ish minutes into Infinity War. So we're, okay. we're finding our way around. Okay. Um, um, do you have any uh, desire to like watch Rebels before Ahsoka? Or are you going to get to Ahsoka? Well, or? well how am I going to watch Rebels though? I got to watch Clone Wars. I'm just trying to figure out where I, on when your do list I put, all this sir, stuff. And where falls. do I put Bad Batch in? I already have well, the fucking Batch Disney app trying to get me to watch TV shows for fucking Marvel. Where am I fitting <laughs> any of this in, Brian? You need to catch up. That's what on catching what? up is about. Well, you need to drop something else for a little while so you can catch up on that, and you catch up on the other thing once you've caught up on that. Ian, I have I have no problem with you waiting to watch the stuff because I know you pretty much just ignore everything you're not watching. So I don't expect you to see any spoilers for Ahsoka or anything like that. I just figured you'd get to it maybe when you get to it, but I just didn't even know if it was on your list of stuff to get to. I know that they fixed her leku, so I am happy about that. Okay, <laughs> does that mean you're gonna watch it? Oh, or no? you mean like, they, you're saying they fixed Ahsoka's leku? Yes, the live action one. Yeah, I have not seen what they did with it, but yeah, it would be nice to see them. It's it's longer and looks more natural, like it did in the show, like it, like as an adult, show. Ahsoka looked on Clone or on Rebels. Yes, cool. If she's in that, I don't know. <laughs> Haven't yeah. seen Rebels. Yeah, she. All right. Well, yes or yes. no, Ian? Do you plan on getting to those animated shows or no? I mean, there's the heat death of the universe, so we'll see. I still, all right, non-committal answer for me, and I still don't know what the hell he's doing. <laughs> uh, all right, last announcement that we're going to cover right now before we get to the trailers. Uh, Star Wars Visions, the nine-episode anime anthology that we talked about on the show last year, is getting a volume two, which releases in the spring of 2023. Uh, they did not announce if there would be any of the same teams working on the uh, volume two or if any of the stories will continue from volume one. Uh, all they did say was that they will feature creative teams from Japan, India, UK, Ireland, Spain, Chile, France, South Africa, and California. Okay. There's definitely a few so of those. Not a lot of details, but it's happening. What was that, Mike? Sorry. There's just definitely a few of those I would love to see continued. 
Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, when we talked about it on the episode, which ones we wanted to see continue. So that Star Wars Visions episode we did when we talked about the show should still be up there in the rotation somewhere. So feel free to go back and revisit. I wish if I was on things, I would have had that episode number ready to go, but I'm not. So check out the back catalog for that one somewhere. It's out there. 212. 212? Is that what you said? Yes, that's what I said. Okay, there you go. 212. Ian's on it. Um, oh, you know what? There is one other thing. So I guess if you uh, have any desire to... It's in like the 230s or something. But... Oh, God damn it, Ian. <laughs> I just said a number. <laughs> I thought you actually looked it up. No. I mean, it's um, it's like less than a year ago at this point, or just about a year ago. Like, it's not... Yeah, all right. So ignore 212. Now. Go back and find it yourself. <laughs> Don't trust Ian. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so one other thing. So if you uh, want to check out Star Wars Celebration at some point, uh, they announced when it's going to be next year. So next year, Star Wars Celebration 2023 will be April 7th to the 10th, but it will be in Europe. So if you want to travel across the pond to go to Star Wars Celebration, or if you already live there, hey, more power to you. Lucky you, you guys. I feel like that's why it's every other year here. It's because they do here and then Europe, here and then Europe. And like, I they thought they were doing forth. two years in between at some point. But, I mean, I think when they do annually, they try to do – because they, you know, they did I – don't, I don't remember where it was in 2018, if it went overseas in 2018 or if they it just did. didn't have it in some reason for 2018. No, it, it was – I want it was in Europe. Okay. Like, same thing. Like they, they were doing the back and forth. That's probably um, not correct. But Andy, were you asking where in Europe? Yes. I don't remember where it was. They listed an event venue, so I don't know where that event venue is in Europe. Were there any umlauts? Uh, I don't think so. Well, that narrows it down. <laughs> Someone? Someone can check my math and see <laughs> if it It'll be in something. London at the Excel Exhibition Center next year. Okay. Thank you. Also, so there you go. Something to look forward to. I, did you actually look that up? I don't know. I can't tell now. Yes, I don't know if I, I should looked, trust I you. I looked it up this time. October seventeenth, twenty twenty one. One hour fifty six minutes forty three seconds. All right, Maybe that sounds that a little up. bit right. I think that that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> the date and the minutes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So there actually wasn't a twenty eighteen though, but the last time okay. it was in Europe was also at the Excel Exhibition Center in London. All right, so they picked that the venue they like. Twenty sixteen. So it's been seven years since it was in Europe, actually. Okay. So, yeah, Europe, Europe is due. So <laughs> they're giving it to Europe for next year. Is there a reason they're sticking to, like, English-speaking Europe, you think? Like, no, because, because the one the before that... Well, no, the one before that was in Germany in 2013. Last time they were in Europe. And then the one last non-U.S. one before that was Japan. I was going to say, I thought they did Japan once, so, but I didn't think Japan had a lot of Star Wars fans, so I was surprised that they actually did something over there. It's their first and only event that they have ever held in Asia, so that might tell you a little bit about okay. you know, what the deal was with that. All right, uh, so let's get into the trailers. So we have trailers for Ando, Ando, Andor, <laughs> Bad Batch, <laughs> Ando. and Star Wars Jedi Survivor are the three trailers we're going to talk about for the back half of the show. Um, we'll just start with Andor since that was the first one I think that came up in the in celebration. So, at the Lucasfilm panel, they gave us the trailer for Andor, which is the Rogue One prequel series about Diego Luna's character Cassian Andor, uh, and how he joins the rebellion. So, along with the teaser trailer, we have a release date where we will be getting the first two episodes of the series on August thirty first on Disney Plus. 
So after watching the trailer, uh, Andy, what did you think of the trailer? Um, it generated excitement. I feel like uh, I don't know what's going to happen at all. Yeah, it looks like he was in a very poor area of the galaxy, and the Empire came in. Um, and it, from just the voiceovers that you hear, it sounds like you know there's already animosity there. Yeah. So. It looked really interesting, but I feel like they flashed so many like characters at you that it, it was tough to really get a grasp on. Yeah, what it's doing, where it's going, what's happening. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's definitely like a a teaser trailer in all every sense of the word. There's really no sense of what the story is. Like, I don't feel like there's a lot of spoilery things in there just to give you a a taste of what this show could look and feel like. Yeah, and he's in the he's in the sizzle reel for all of I don't know what seven seconds oh true yeah they don't say Andor or don't show him very much yeah no he's he's like yeah he just you see him once hiding behind a wall and then (laughs) like oh hey I feel like we see him like piloting something at some point like flying oh I must must like just a brief like that's literally just a flash like of him like oh looks like he's trying to steer something yeah Uh, Mike what'd you think of the trailer I you know what there, there's a couple things that got me pretty excited. Um, there's one lesser notable thing, and both of these are actors that you can see in the trailer. One is Christopher Fairbank. Uh, do any of you know who Christopher Fairbank is? No, can't say I do. You might know him from Guardians of the Galaxy. He was the broker in the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Uh, the guy with the little shop who, like, has the good eyebrows. The guy with the nice eyebrows. Yeah. yeah. That is Christopher Fairbank. He is a very well-known, like, English actor that is really cool. And you, they don't even, like, focus on him at all. But he's in the background of a scene where it's, like, if they got him for something, they got him to play a significant something. Um, okay. So that's cool to see that he's there. And the other much bigger and obviously more important one is Anton Lesser. Um, who anybody that is a Game of Thrones fan would recognize as Kyburn. Um, just one of the best actors at playing somebody that just looks straight up evil the whole time. Um, he is he's very good at playing like a knowledgeable evil character, like a smart evil. That that he's very good at that. So I'm excited to see him in that role. Um, nice. Ian, you look like inquisitive. Do you know who I'm speaking of, Andy? I know, uh, Brian, you did not watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's over my head. Remind me who Kyburn is? Kyburn was um, Cersei's hand of the king after she became Ah. official queen. Like, he's the weird guy that creates the zombie version of the mountain. I stopped stopped watching by then. But I, I know, I know exactly who you're talking about now. He is so good at being just that smart, evil dude. Like, just he's good at that, and I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do in the series. Uh, Ian, what do you think? Um, I I mentioned this at the top. Um, this looks like they took a TV thriller and said, "Slap some Star Wars on that bad bitch." <laughs> um, like honestly, it just felt like, oh man, this is like. Spy thing, I could see this on NBC. 
oh, but it's Star Wars. Like, it, I don't know. <laughs> it didn't really do anything for me. I still think it's super weird when in the trailers people are afraid of stormtroopers when they're baby back bitches that get overthrown by three foot tall bears. <laughs> so I, I don't really get what the fear there is. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's cool they're doing some Rogue One stuff possibly again, like that kind of thing. Maybe they'll bring back some other characters from Rogue One eventually that didn't die or disappear or... You could get like a prequel to prequel Rogue One. Origin. Is it? I thought it was a sequel. No, prequel. No, it's oh. pre- yeah, Maybe because bring at back the end of Rogue, Rogue One, one he dies. Like, they all die. Like, like, all of them are dead at the end of Rogue One. I thought just Bohan. Spoilers, Bo- my died. God. Deal with it. If that's a spoiler for you, I'm sorry. That it, It's years <laughs> now. You can deal with it. I don't know. It just, again, makes the universe still seem pretty small. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, we're getting a returning character, but, yeah, we're fleshing out more of what they've done, I guess, prior to, like, we've only had one one occurrence with Cassian. That was Rogue One. So like we've had two hours with him, kind of. They they say with Cassian for this like series, they say it's like his introduction on how he joins the rebellion. I is, think so. Yeah, is that doesn't he say in the movie that he's been in the fight since he was six years old? Is that like a no, big the, moment for him? But he was also he was against the Republic back then. He was part oh, of the Confederate okay. systems. Okay, I could see that. Yeah. What? I read. I researched. <laughs> It's a big line in the movie. Like, it's a big moment. It's a... I know he says that. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, we're not seeing that in the trailer. Like, I'm sure there's, like, kid characters of him at six years old either running away from or being involved in the fight of, of, like, his home planet or something. Throwing bottles and rocks at clone troopers. Which, yeah, sure. We could see that. Yeah. No, you could. You could read it and see it. It exists. All right. I I believe you. (laughs) And I don't believe in the Force because I'm not excited for this one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm so um, excited. It's I, nothing I, compared to a good blaster. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like uh, I think Mike said, uh, we know Alan Tudyk is cast in this series as well. So at some point, we're going to meet K2 again. He's not in the trailer, but I, and I don't even know if he's going to be in the first season. Like I think this actually got greenlit for a second season already too. Oh, nice. Okay. I, I would love to see the first interactions between them when K2 is still like Imperial controlled. Oh, when yeah. he's not an ally yet, that would be really cool. Yeah, because they, I mean, we see a little bit of those droids in other places, and I'm trying to think where we just saw them at. I mean, they're in oh, I think Jedi it was in, Fallen in, Order. Well, I th- well, yeah, they're there, Fight true. Them. Yeah, you're right. Um, I think they, they show up in a flashback for uh, during Boba Fett, too. And oh, okay. you know they're they're shown that they are like a, a menacing force that the Empire actually used. So it'd be nice to see K two actually do some damage. I think the first time we see him, I mean he does some damage in Rogue One, and yeah, also like Fallen Order, he's a boss. Like the K two, like that droid is an actual boss in that. Oh game. right, yeah. So it's something. You know, it's a significant thing. I am interested to see too. Like I'm glad they brought back. I don't remember her name, but the actress that plays Mon Mothma. Like I want to, I yeah. actually want to see what she does and more, more of her. Like you could, you know, Mon Mothma trying to play the games in the Senate, but at the same time, like funding and supporting the rebellion, like that, that to me is interesting. I want to see how that goes. Yeah, that that would have like some series, like like the Leia book, Bloodlines. That oh would right, be like, yeah. It, it could like play a little bit on that and give you a little bit of that in kind of live action. That would be really cool. See, yeah. What I want is them to, if you're going to slap Star Wars on something, slap Star Wars on Mad Men. 
Let me see them <laughs> making Star Wars ads. Let you me just see want John Hamm in Star Wars, don't the you? The John Hamm ad executive addicted to death sticks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, anybody got anything else for Andor? We'll so the, next one. the the first impression that I had from Andor was we oh my god we're gonna get to see Diego Luna take on espionage in Coruscant and this doesn't even show that planet on here so I'm yeah. hoping that eventually we get to see him doing some pretty awesome like Coruscant espionage type stuff more spy stuff yeah and I, yeah. I feel like Coruscant would be the perfect planet for something like that just because of like it's 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 all populated you know it's all yeah is that the Guy Ritchie episode? That well, that that's going to be the Boba Fett crossover at level thirteen, thirteen of Coruscant. <laughs> the the one game that I've always wanted that never happened. <laughs> uh, all right, last call for Andor. Anything else? Nothing. All right, uh, another trailer we got uh, was for the second season of Bad Batch. So we got a slightly vague release date for this one, fall twenty twenty two. Um. And again, maybe discussion for this might be a little reserved. I know Andy and Ian have not seen the show. Mike, I don't even know. Did you get around to the first season oh, of Bad Batch? I can't remember. Okay. Times, um, so we'll be trying to stay, for the most part, spoiler-free for this discussion just for, for them. But, uh, Ian, I'm curious, having not seen the first season, what did you think of this show or well, this, the trailer? First thing I noticed was that they used the animation style I'm not a big fan of from, like, Clone Wars. Yeah. <laughs> um. I I'm not I'm not big into that. I, I I'd like regular 2D animation. Um, I was curious why it seems like there's a bunch of these rebel groups. They never seem to coordinate or work together. They're just all off fighting the Empire in their own way. It's almost like if you brought them all together in some type of confederated systems or something, <laughs> it'd work better to fight the Empire. I don't know. They maybe have worked before. Anyways, it, I guess it's just like is it just the A team, but they're cloning troopers. They go More off and less. do missions yeah. for people. They're, yeah, is one of them allergic to milk? Like, I, it, you know, no? it, it, I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's the A team, but yeah, kind of. Like, yeah, it, it, it <laughs> does kind of fit a little bit. And personally, I mean, I get some people. I might get canceled for this. I don't think Wookies <laughs> should hold lightsabers. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. That's how I feel personally about it. Well, I that, think this was your last episode. I'm sorry, sir. You're you're gone. That's it. Sorry, Ghost in the Shell fans. <laughs> I just so don't. You think just don't Wookiees... think Wookiees should have the Force? Like I don't understand. Yeah, well, that's established a long time before this, though. I don't care. I don't think Wookiees should be Force users or wield lightsabers. Either or, because as we know, um, Finn is not a Force user, but he wields a lightsaber. We all know that's right. very established. So we know in <laughs> well, canon established that he uses a lightsaber. I don't yeah, know whether until it was or not his later. force sensitivity is established. So yeah, Wookiees have it's claws. not established one way or the other. Is what I'm saying. It's not guaranteed. It's like it's not defined in a Wookiees have claws. Just manner. cleave through them. It's like that's the whole point. I don't care if it's his child Wookiee. Cleave. <laughs> I feel like you know what's more badass than a Wookiee? A Wookiee with a lightsaber. I guess no, because then it doesn't mean anything. Like, you know what I mean? The light, you know. Well, so here's the thing. In... It's like slapping a lightsaber on, like, Bruce Willis. Like, he doesn't need it. I mean, I'd still take it, though. I'd still watch it. I meant Jet Li. I don't know why Bruce Willis came out. <laughs> still take it. I don't care. Anything Jackie is better Chan. with a lightsaber. Jackie Chan. So... Like, they don't need it. Morbin is better with a lightsaber. I'll, give you, I'll even give you that one. 
So I guess the question I have is like, <laughs> is it is it spoilery to talk about the Clone Wars at this point? I mean, I'm not talking about like the newest season that came out like two years ago, but I'm talking about like where we get our origins of Wookiees as Force sensitive. Oh yeah, because we we got an episode of when they were looking for their crystals, crystals, crystals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a little baby, well, baby, but kid Wookiee that's out there going with the other Jedi children. That's you know the um, Padawans looking for his Kyber crystal. I kind of wonder again, if that's the same. Ian character. hasn't seen that show. <laughs> yeah, but that's just Rudolph. That's just the plot of Rudolph. But um, what I'm saying is, is like it would be cool if it's the same character. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Which I imagine it is. Yeah, did like I don't know why they put it in there. I can't remember if he had a name. Most most Wookiee names are very like Chewbacca is one of the more palatable terms to actually speak. As far as a lot of them are, you know, kind of because like you know, Bad Batch opens with Order sixty six, so this takes place very short time after the Clone Wars ends. Like the the Clone Wars animated show ends. Right. And so the, and with that character showing ones, up in the like, Clone Wars, it's very simple to be that same character. Right. And, they, and like they, the Bad Batch, like they weren't chipped or whatever because they were the Bad Batch or whatever. So they weren't treated yeah. the same way. Yeah. That'd be cool. Sorry. I, you got on this Wookiee thing and just had that. Like it is canon. Wookiees have lightsabers. Like it, and I'm saying they should. Sensitive. I don't care if well, it's canon. I'm saying they should. Too late. Too bad. Sorry. I mean, just yeah, like The Last like, Jedi is canon it. but shouldn't be. Okay, well, that's your opinion, oh, and man, you're, you're entitled to an two incorrect opinion. In this, in this episode. <laughs> Just wait until you hit Andy's buttons, too. You're going to have a trifecta going on here. Uh, I'd Mike, be shocked you think if a... he could hit my buttons. <laughs> so Mike, what do you think of the, the um, Bad Batch trailer? So the, the, there's a couple things. I only really wrote two notes, because I knew we were trying to keep this spoiler free. Okay, so there's a character in Bad Batch named Omega. I am really looking forward to seeing where that story goes and what her future may hold. I'm really looking forward to that. Like her whole arc is really interesting to me and what it means and what it causes and who she actually is, all that. Very interested. Yeah, there's a specific twist with that character in the first season that is is that I'm surprised they haven't addressed in something else, but I guess right. if we want the continuation of that, we're going to have to watch season 2. Exactly, and that's why they haven't addressed it. Yeah, because <laughs> they want you to watch. So, well, two. yeah, they've got me. Yeah, I'm in for that. Me yes. too. Me too. The the other from this trailer, what we're seeing here that there looks like they're going to explore is the actual birth of the empire and how the empire originally forms and how things start to fall in place with clones versus stormtroopers versus all this stuff happening early on in the empire with these clones that. You know, maybe not all of them are so on board with what the Empire wants to do, which is why they end up with people that can't hit a target 10 feet away. <laughs> um, because, I mean, that's very established, is that, like, stormtroopers are terrible soldiers and that clone troopers are extremely good soldiers. So yeah. it's, at some point, there becomes a divergence in using clone troopers for the Republic that becomes the Empire into we now need recruits. And it looks like this may explore that as well as Andor. I didn't want to talk about it when we were talking about Andor because I figured it tied into both, but it, both of them look like they might explore this origin. Isn't the Kernan canon just most of them died in the Clone Wars? No. No? You mean the Clone Troopers? Yes. 
no. I think it. I think we're meant to think that, and I don't know if it's at least this was my always uh, head cannon that made sense to me. Was the clone troopers always had growth accelerators in them? So in the twentieth twenty years between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, the clone troopers died off. Yeah, they like there was something out. in their genetics that just they just died somewhere in the middle, and at the point that those troopers were starting to peel off and die, the Empire had to cr- recruit anybody and everything to become their policing force, which is why you get people that suck because there's just random ass people suited up in armor because they want to feel like a badass and they just can't hit shit. Yeah. Cause there's no military training in the past. Well, maybe not enough. Not or the not... same as the clone troopers went through. Not yeah. the same as like they were genetic clones of the best bounty hunter in the galaxy that were then taught from the time they were Is born. Is he that good though? He, per per listen, the explanation listen, listen. of the clone troopers, the he's galaxy supposed to does be that not good. mean the best fighter in the galaxy. He's the best bounty hunter. Okay, there's a difference. At that so time, he's the best bounty hunter in the galaxy, and they're his clone, and they're trained from birth to be soldiers. Whereas picking up some guy off the street who's in need of a job and saying, "Hey, Han Solo, huh? You want to be a pilot? Come on in." Yeah, that's what the Rebels did. Have you watched Solo? (laughs) No. No. uh, Oh, well, that's what they do to Han Solo. The Empire actually takes him on in that movie. Like, oh, yeah, sure. Come on as a pilot. As an adult. They're like, yeah, sure. Just anybody willing to join. They're like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Throw on a Stormtrooper outfit. I'm surprised it wasn't mostly conscripts. I think there's that, too. I think there's conscripts and there's optional joining. Yeah, I think a lot of it is just, like, they, they know they need the numbers. Like, the Empire needs the numbers to police the galaxy. So they just start recruiting or, or you know, enslaving, maybe, basically. Just people to be tr- stormtroopers. Conscripting and enslaving is... that, that That's a uh, synonym. They, they mean the same okay. thing. It's, then, yeah. It, it, one is... It, when you're talking about enslaving a soldier, that's conscripting. One's legal. <laughs> One's legal because the government that's enslaving the soldier calls it legal. <laughs> that's the only... <laughs> That's the only difference there. No, I guess the Geneva Conventions in space. The Space Geneva Conventions. <laughs> yeah, the Space Geneva Conventions. Uh, Andy, what did you think of the trailer? Um, mostly confused uh, <laughs> about the about the trailer. Uh, that didn't dissuade me from wanting to watch it. It actually made me want to watch the the original uh, season of the Bad Batch. Right. So I That's feel like next it question. did it. I feel like it did a good job of, like, I want to see this. It looks pretty cool. And I really did enjoy the Clone Wars, which I haven't even watched, like, the newest Clone Wars season. Oh, my God. You got a lot to catch up on, my friend. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I do. Did Um, you finish Rebels yet? No, we've talked every time this comes up. We know he stopped at the end of season two. <laughs> well, yeah, That's no, as far I, as he's I, ever gotten. I'm just asking again. Like I'm getting an update <laughs> on the no. no. Nope. I'm just no, making sure we yeah. can we keep the no consistent. Okay. So I, I would I would really like to to catch up on my uh, Star Wars animated series. So okay, I still I need do to think... watch Visions even. So. Well, that's short. That's like that's yeah, not yeah. like several seasons like some of the other stuff is. Like I think nine like, episodes. I think is all that. For is. for my opinion, I think uh, out of the animated series, we got uh, Bad Batch, Rebels, and Clone Wars. I think my ranking is Rebels is my favorite, Clone Wars is number two, Bad Batch is probably my third. It's not to say Bad Batch is bad. I just think the other two are are that much better. And have more okay. than one season. 
Well, I think... I may, yeah, maybe it's that. Maybe there's just more content out there for that. So eventually, like, even if it starts a little slow, they eventually hit their stride and really get me invested. Because, I think well, that happened with both of those shows, yeah, for sure. I, I was that Clone Wars the first movie four, wasn't good. No, yeah. the, the, the first four seasons of Clone Wars are okay. Yeah. The last three seasons of Clone Wars are fantastic. Yeah. So, I watched the Clone Wars using the StarWars.com, like, chron- chronological order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I feel like I liked it a lot better than my brother who watched it the Netflix order. Okay. Yes. And he was kind of like, it's okay. It jumps around a lot. So it's <laughs> oh, it does. Like, if you watch it I'm like, order. well, if you watch it like this way. And he's like, holy shit, I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> well, I feel like that's what se- so. like the, the seasons that Netflix did. Because Netflix made, like, what, seasons five six. and s- Just six. Just, just, just six, six. Yeah. So I feel like what they did was they created like chronological stories within that season where you got like four episodes in a row that were one story. And I feel like they started doing that before Netflix. Like I want to say season five started doing that where you got like several episodes in a row that followed the same story and then it ended and they went to another story and it ended and they went to another story and it ended and they just all tied together over the course of the season. All those stories like kind of mattered to one another Whereas the first four seasons felt like, oh, we're going to be on, you know, Mon Calamari, this planet, or like this episode, and next episode, we're going to be on Mustafar. And the next episode, we're going to Geonosis. And it just, that that's the all over the place thing that, you know, your brother was probably yeah. talking about. Like, it just, yep. it was everywhere. And I feel like they definitely tightened it up in the last few seasons. So when I went to Rebels, I got really excited about Rebels because I I freaking loved it, and I think I was actually caught up until uh, I either lost, I, I stopped paying for cable or something. I I, I wasn't <laughs> able I wasn't able to watch like the third season, then I got behind the fourth. Season. That's right, because it was like on like Disney XD or something like that. It was it some, yes. like some yes, it was cable only channel. It was fucking yeah, terrible. Um, <laughs> I had to buy but, them like when the seasons released to buy is when I ended up watching this because I wasn't paying for Disney XD because it wasn't, that was the only right. thing I wanted to watch from it. So I would just buy the season when it came yep. out. Same here. Uh, but I was really into it. I even went out and got all the, uh, Canon Jarrus comic books and stuff. Oh yeah. Like yeah. even yeah. got like the, like the limited edition covers and stuff. So nice. I, I was pretty into it. Rebels I'd say was, is probably my favorite. So yeah, Rebels. Is... I've only seen half of it. <laughs> you've seen the best episode that's it i don't want to discourage you from continuing but that end of season two is the best episode i disagree i think there's really? some really good episodes at the end yeah no i think there's really good episodes at the end but i still think like the that's last episode of season two i, for me, I mean it's top three i think for the series for me but i definitely think there's a couple other ones that i'd put above that yeah okay that's fair it's not gonna hold me back no 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 <laughs> don't let it hold you back it's it gets the series overall gets better. I just think, like, personally, I think that's the pinnacle of, like... I feel it. like we're going to have to have a party for you, Andy, whenever you finish Rebels, like, just yeah. to congratulate you for finally making it through. Or well, we just strap well, him to a I chair and make it to happen. Do it. So, I mean, <laughs> thank you, Brian. Yeah, you are welcome, sir. At the very least, I will get you to watch these goddamn shows. We will have a party with all the Ecto Cooler and Lunchables... <laughs> And I don't know, whatever Fudgy old the whale. 90s, 80, 90s <laughs> snacks we can find. Ian, what did you say? Fudgy the whale. It's a cake. Who is that? Okay, I don't even remember that at all. <laughs> what are you talking about? Boomers. Fucking Gen Z, man. <laughs> <laughs> Should Gen um, Alpha's starting soon? Oh, God. 
Well, what, 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 what? You know what? Never mind. Twenty twenty five. Can't wait. They're already saying when the next generation starts. No, I think it already did. I think twenty twenty five is Gen Beta. I can't remember now which it is. <laughs> you, you imagine being born a Beta? I was gonna say that would make a lot of sense for your generation, but eh, it is what it is. Um, any any last thoughts for Bad Batch season two? How many are there? Uh, what seasons of Bad Batch? No. Bad batch what? guys, how many five. like clones? There were there were five. Do they explain why they're the like? Yes. Do they get like, yes. Is it just the turtles? No. Okay. <laughs> no. Is it, is it, no. Is it, no. It's is not it, the turtles. Well, I'm thinking like there's there's a tech guy. There's there's the big strong guy. Like there's oh, the, the leader. Reason... Like they're they're. No, no, yeah, like they might so have like roles similar to the turtles, but they're not made the Wait, way. Is the there a monkey? <laughs> Heart. God damn it. <laughs> that kid rules. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Last one. Uh we got a trailer for EA and Respawn sequel to Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh the title of the game is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. It will continue Cal Kestis' journey. Uh release date for now just says 2023. And I know for a fact. Ian is not crazy about this title. So what do you think of this game and this trailer? So is it Star Wars colon Jedi colon Survivor? Does it matter? Title sucks. This is one of the worst <laughs> named video games of all time. This is all this time. is up there. This is up there as one of the worst. Is there worst two colons names. in the title? Is it? In, like, I have it... not seen two colons. No. Oh, okay. But that's how it would be though, because that like that's how you would set up that title. Like. I'm Either just, way, I'm just wondering sucks. if they put two colons in the advertising, that would be ridiculous. I know. Two, I, I don't think they put you... any colons in the ad. Like, at least the logo for the thing says Star Wars, and then Jedi's pretty big, and then Survivor, I think, is See? bigger. You could, you, could, you could feed it in there. Just four BB-8s worth the colons in there. <laughs> four so, BB-8s. So these are implied <laughs> colons from Ian. Got it. Go well, well, I got to read the press release to double check. Anyways... So this showed no gameplay, which I hate. I don't I don't like game trailers with no gameplay, especially when these cutscenes are so pre-rendered, there's no way in fuck they're running on modern hardware. <laughs> like there's no exact you ain't seeing this. This ain't coming out. And then it ends with some cloud strife motherfucker in a tube about the morb out. Like, come on! It's not morbid time, it's cloud strife time. Like, what are we doing here? It's clouding time. Exactly. <laughs> I hate it. Put cloud in smash. I hate it so bad. I like. I kind of want to say, let's keep a tally on how many times you say Morbin, but that's just going to encourage you to say Morbin more. God damn it! Three, because comedy's in threes, bitch. <laughs> you definitely said it twice there, so you've gone over your three limit for it, sure. This is a segment. <laughs> Comedy oh, so three, three different segments. Okay, Comedy structured. Anyways, I think it could be cool. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure. I didn't play the first game, so I don't know if it... I'm assuming it was set up for a sequel, because it's a video game, and they kind of all are. Even, like, Horizon Zero Dawn, which I think had a pretty good story and had no need for a sequel, they immediately ended the, like, post-credits scene with, like, fucking sequel coming, guys. So, you (laughs) know, I'm not surprised. If it sells, it'll have a sequel. Like, that's pretty much, like, if it sells, they'll do it. I mean, the one cool thing, I've mentioned this on the podcast before during video games, is Respawn has a different development cycle than other studios where they, before coming up with a game, do a lot of prototyping on gameplay to try and find a cool mechanic or loop before they start developing the game around it. 
I'm going to assume they kept that up for this game and they decided, oh, this was a really cool thing we came up with. Oh, we could fit this into like a Star Wars thing. I'm assuming that's how it went. And if it is, it, it, could, it should be pretty cool, I would think. Uh, Mike, I know you're the Souls type guy. What do you think? Uh, I know you played the first one. You played Fallen Order. Oh, yeah, yeah. I played through it a few times. So are you excited um, for this one? What do you think of the trailer? So the trailer doesn't really tell us a whole lot. It's really like to me, like the trailer is just like images, things like, yeah, we know the, the main character is still alive. No shit. Um, like to me, it doesn't really give you a lot to go on. Uh, the first game to me was good enough. I don't feel like the first, like, I feel like it was a step in the right direction, but it felt compared to like, if we're going to compare it to souls games, which is what it was trying to emulate. It felt clunky by comparison. So like Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2, Dark Souls 3, Bloodborne, Sekiro, Elden Ring, it they all feel smooth compared to what I felt with Fallen Order. Fallen Order, the parrying system, the combat system, it all felt like a little clunky. That's the best way I can put it. Movement in that game felt great. But... The actual combat of like parrying and swinging your lightsaber and fighting felt clunky. Like that that's the best word I can put for it. Compared to the others, it felt off. It didn't feel as smooth and as seamless to do what you wanted to do at the time you wanted to do it. It felt like it was more dependent on I don't know. Like it it just felt off compared to the others. It didn't feel as precise. Yeah, okay. Um, um, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing some new bosses. It's Star Wars. It's Souls. You're taking two of my favorite things and putting them together. <laughs> so I'm going to definitely be into it. It's just one of those things where like, I want it to be better than it was last time. Which you'd think if they're making a sequel, hopefully they got some improvements in there too from the first Not to the second. Not every sequel's good though. So I said hopefully. Yeah. I said hopefully. <laughs> Titanfall 2. Better than the first one. Disagree hard. But move on. Uh, Metal two better than the first one. <laughs> uh, Andy, what'd you think? I know. Did you have you got around to Fallen Order or no? I have not. I watched my brother play a few levels though, um, and it looked really awesome. I'm intimidated by it, and I got like we went on together for a copy, and we just figured we would switch it when when he was done with it and whatnot. Um, so I have the copy now, but uh, I loaded it onto my PS5, and I still haven't played it. Just gotcha. Because okay. I'm still, you know, it's part of my backlog and whatnot. So, so something it has that other Souls-like games do not have is a difficulty setting. So you can make your life easier so you can play through and get the story and the experience without Does it have the frustration. Count? No. There was no poison swamps. That's a plus for this game, actually, over some Souls games. There was no poison swamps. Um, Andy, uh, is it something you'll you'll dive into anytime soon, or is it just gonna wait? Would you do Would you do Fallen Order first or Rebels first? Which on Which is higher on your list? Ooh, uh, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I didn't mean to prob- catch probably, you off guard. Probably Rebels first. I okay. would say, uh, just because it's it's more mindless. You yeah. Just sort of put it on and be like, wee. Instead of like, <laughs> oh God, this boss is going to mack the shit out of me. Run, run away. And like, you know, like, I can't play video games like before I go to bed. Like, because I'm sort of like amped. 
but like, <laughs> all the adrenaline starts yeah, flowing. Like, oh, God, that fucker. You know, yeah, yeah. It's I can't do it. So it's it's you gotta tough. cool down. And, you know, it's tough <laughs> to play video games when you come up from work because like you eat dinner and, and stuff and then you only have like a few hours before you have to go to bed and whatnot. So it's just Yeah. Alright. Um well having not played the first one or at least seen a little bit of the first one, what do you think of the trailer? I think it looks really cool and it makes me excited to play the first one. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I have said it repeatedly on the show. The souls type games are not usually my cup of tea. I gave it a try because it's star Wars. So I did play fallen order. Um, I've only gone through it once. I've had the temptation to try to go back and play it again. Um, so it was a good enough game. I think so. I think that the story is really what pulled me through. Like as well, frustrating as some of like the souls elements of just like the boss fights that I endlessly die over and over and over again. That's the um, fun part. It's, See, that's the shit that I just like. Why am I putting my time in this? I've wasted two hours and not gotten any progress further in this game. That's the stuff where I'm like, I just need to stop and walk away. But the story hook was enough to want me to keep going to just see where the story went, which is enough of a draw for me to play this one, too. And that's a reason why, like, a lot, like, this, I believe Fallen Order has it, if I remember correctly. It's been a while. That's, like, two years ago or something. Um,. But it was New Game Plus is always an option where you start with all the shit you already had. Yeah, I think they put that in after after the fact, maybe. I don't know if it was there to begin with, but I think it's right. there now, yeah. So you can go back and play through with all your powers and shit all fully leveled and stuff like they were at the end of the first playthrough. But yeah. doesn't it up the ante on the difficulty? A little bit. It's not... Like, at the end of the game, it'll feel like the end of your first playthrough. It'll feel the same, but the beginning of the game, you'll just be destroying curb everything i love curb stomping in video <laughs> that's that's all i ever wanted what well it's destiny all is just uh the log into a fucking destiny thing and curb stomp the shit out of some dregs fine <laughs> well, but it never happened and fuck you destiny th th that's the thing that they do with like new game plus is like it's all percentage based so when you come in and like you're dealing say 3200 damage per hit and you're coming into something that originally had 1,500 health, and it gets a percentage increase of, say, 30%. Well, that you're still going to kill it in one shot. But the thing at the end of the game that has 80,000 health, that's a big difference. Does that make, like, the, like, the way that New Game Plus works, it's all percentage-based. So it, like, okay, you, you feel really powerful. This, whereas in your first playthrough, you weren't dealing 3,200 damage a hit. You were dealing 70 damage a hit. Now you're able to just walk through like you're a god through the first three quarters of the game. Then you throw Kurt Angle in there and you only got a 30% chance of winning. <laughs> and then you have a milk um, truck beer bath thing or something that happened to Kurt Angle at one time. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's over my head. Yeah, the crossover just confused me. But, okay. <laughs> you suck. Um, Ian, I don't remember if... Do it <laughs> Ian, did you did you say you played this game or were looking to play this game? Ah, any, so any interest in playing this game or no? Top of this, I said I had not played it. Okay, I never said I would not play it. It's it's okay. on the list of stuff, but I am already making my way through regular Stark Souls, so that's more higher priority gotcha. to get through. Okay. And as you how, might how have guessed, you I'm, I'm in Blight Town. Oh, you're in Blight Town. Okay, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Blight Town sucks. But um, I mean, you know, I'll I'll get to it eventually. I th I think. I will also get the Rebels first, though. <laughs> well, we'll have a party for you, too, when you get there. Is there uh, still a googly eye shortage? 
<laughs> we'll make Hope, sure we stock up for your you know, party. Ho- ho- hopefully, the uh, NSA doesn't pick up on all our rebellion parties. <laughs> I, I, I'm not saying that Ian is definitely going to get married someday or not going to get married. But if you get married someday, I am getting bags full of googly eyes for everyone to throw at you like rice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's I'm that's just the plan. It, oh, it's part of it. It's and we there. have to make sure we unpeel the backs of all of them, so when we throw them, they stick to him. You as can he's be in charge out. of unpeeling the backs. Of <laughs> thousands of googly eyes. That's what ch- that's what concerts are for. <laughs> you know that would just oh, yeah, be like a true. giant googly all googly eye ball. Yeah, it would. Like, yeah. It would just, just stick a together. giant ball. Yeah, like the the Pee Wee Herman rubber band ball. You know, it would just be like that, <laughs> except like googly eyes. Oh, yeah, it's like other. don't trust up. Your costume will be provided. <laughs> uh, Alright, so I think what we'll end with is uh, we'll go around the, the thing you're most looking forward to out of the Star Wars announcements we covered on the show uh, Does anybody know what they want? I don't know if I'm afraid to call on somebody yet because I don't know if you're thinking about what we covered or if you need the rundown again I can give you the, the rundown The Ahsoka series Okay I, That's uh, my answer 100% The Ahsoka series Ian? The mo- most unique thing almost on this list because that stuff that's not as really like just direct sequel or slapping Star Wars on something is Visions. So I'm excited to see what another thing of Visions is because I think the first one was really cool. Yeah, that's on par for you. I think I, I, we should have guessed that one. I agree, though. I, like That would be second for me, I think. Okay, nice. Uh, Andy, what do you think? I am very excited about this uh, Dooku. Dooku. Uh, the Tales of the Jedi. Training my favorite Jedi of all time, Qui Gon Jinn. So I'm, I'm yeah. excited about that. I figured I had you with Qui or Liam Neeson coming back for Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah, so. yeah. You mentioned Qui Gon Jinn, and I'm just like, I'm in. We get to find out <laughs> where he got the particular set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I, I'm I'm with Mike. Ahsoka for me. I mean, you you start bringing Rebel stuff into Ahsoka, and I mean, I was excited for Ahsoka as it is. Just letting Dave Filoni play with this character that he's created and enjoyed for years now. Decades. Um, yeah, uh, spearheading the series, bringing in characters from another series that he helped create. Like this is this is on brand for me. I am here for all of that. So yes, that's what I'm most looking forward to. And, and on that note, like I would say, like especially because Rosario Dawson killed it as Ahsoka, I was worried about that going into like the announcement that she was going to be the live action Ahsoka. It's like, is she going to get it right? She's not Ashley Eckstein, but I understand that Ashley Eckstein is not a live-action actress. Like, I get that, and I'm fine with it, and Rosario killed it, and because she killed it, I'm... Yeah, I'm I'm definitely anxious to see what they do with more of her. Yeah. Like, I I definitely want to see where all that goes, yeah. See what Rosario does, what they... they, I want to see some more live-action fight sequences and stuff with Ahsoka. I think that'd be cool. Oh, definitely. Um... All right, well, I guess that's uh, it for us. Uh, if you've enjoyed the show, please support us. Leave a five-star rating and review. Give us a share on social media. Be sure to follow, subscribe to the show. Uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Google, Anchor, Stitcher, Amazon, uh, hopefully anywhere you're finding podcasts, you can find us. Uh, as always, check us out on Facebook. Search Bry Guy into Super Friends or go to facebook.com slash Friends. You can send us questions, comments, topics, suggestions, any of that stuff there. Uh, try to email me, brightguysuperfriends at gmail.com. I won't check it. It's it's It works. It's, it'll get mail, but it'll sit there forever. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at BGSuperfriends. That I will see. That we can respond to. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch at Jedi Bry Guy, Jedi with an I, Bry with a Y. 
uh, if we do any more live streams with, uh, you know, our, our uh, trivia questions that we did uh, last time, uh, which was pretty fun, uh, that's still up there on the page, too. So if you haven't, haven't watched that and want to go check out the highlight, that is up there. Um, but if you ever want to see me randomly play games every now and again, it's, that's on there, too. Uh, but that's it. So on behalf of Andy, Ian, Mike, and myself, thank you for listening, and may the Force be with you.